welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Hey guys, what is up? I'm so excited. I can't wait to introduce Kelly Marciniak today. Um, She is the founder of The Freedom Babe, a platform, brand, and tribe that teaches millennial women how to design a life that makes people wonder if you even have a job. Whether you're building a freedom-based business or striving for a life filled with wine and dining and first-class travel, Kelly's got you covered. Kelly believes you shouldn't have to compromise your freedom to run a thriving business or upgrade your life. You get to have it all. Ugh. So true. You get to have it all. So let's go ahead and dive into this interview. I'm so excited. Hey, hey, guys. Well, welcome back. We have another amazing guest today, Kelly, the freedom babe. She is so incredible. And Kelly, I'm so excited you're here. (laughs) I am so excited too. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Why don't you just tell us a little background? Um, Tell us you know, maybe before, before business life, tell us who you are and how you got to where you are today. Okay, totally. So before I had anything to do with business, um, it's kind of like takes me back to my university days, I would say. And I was just like such a confused person. Like, Mm. I mean, like I loved what I was learning about and stuff like that, but I just like had no clue what I wanted to do with my life. Um, but I don't think I really realized the extent of that at the time. Mm. Like I, I can see that now, but at the time I was just kind of like on autopilot, like so many of us are sometimes and we don't even realize it. So I was like going to university. I was studying health sciences. I thought I was going to do something like in that field or like become a nurse. And I actually applied to nursing school. Wow. That's so opposite. So opposite. So opposite. And it's funny because when I, I applied to nursing school straight out of um, university, like in my, in my fourth year and I didn't get in and I was like, oh, okay, well, mm. I guess I need to like upgrade a few marks, like volunteer a little bit. So I spent the year after doing that and I was working also part-time and that's kind of when I was introduced to network marketing, which okay. kind of, it's funny because like nothing ever made sense before. Like I felt like I had to choose my career out of a hat almost. And I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to have a nice lifestyle. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to make money, like all those things, but nothing ever seemed to like match up because I also didn't want to go to school for like 10 years to be a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah. Um, and that year I took off of, or the year 
after university that I was like taking um, a few courses to upgrade my marks and whatnot, I was actually introduced to network marketing. And that's kind of what started the business journey and yeah. showed me that I could like live this amazing lifestyle, be my own boss, call the shots and like not have to sacrifice anything else. So it's really funny because I'm just like such a big believer in everything we go through is kind of like a step to get us like closer and closer to where we're meant to be or like it's where we're meant to be for that time, but maybe not necessarily forever. Mm. So like, I don't regret any of that, but it is just really funny to see how things played out and how I'm like somewhere totally different than where I would have ever guessed like 10 years ago. Mm. I always say that things and people like experiences, things, people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And so it's, you're so right though, because, um, and I love how so many of us are like network marketers, like in the beginning that we kind of branch out to do our own Mm things. That's my story too. I I feel like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) and if it wasn't for that opportunity, I never would have a business today. There's no way. There's, exactly. There, That's how I feel too. I never would have had the balls to like launch my own yeah. business. Yeah. Like so, I never would have done Oh my gosh. Okay. So how did you, let's talk about the transition. So from the network marketing and how long were you in there to when you decided to kind of start your own business and what, what kind of feelings did you feel and how did you know that was the right step? Okay. I love that question. So I was in network marketing. When did I start? I think for about, okay. So I started in 2013 and then I think in like 2015, 2016, I was like, I loved it for so long, but that's when I was like, Oh, like this doesn't feel the same anymore. I'm not like motivated. I really don't want to be like blowing up people's like Facebook DMs, like Mm -hmm. telling them about this new thing and like whatever. And it just like, I really lost a lot of motivation and it's funny because up until that point I actually was doing really well and I wasn't, I would, I wouldn't say maybe at the time for like what my expenses were, it was like a full-time income, but definitely not like what my full-time income would be now or need Mm -hmm. to be now. Um, but I was doing pretty well, like enough to like go down to part-time work and stuff like that. And then it just, I just kind of lost it. Like I lost the motivation. I lost the drive. I like wasn't like excited about any about it anymore. And it just felt like really hard. And I remember it was when I looked at my taxes in 2016, Mm. um, I was doing them in 2016 for the year before. So I was doing them for 2015 and I was comparing it to 2014 and I was like, Oh my God, like I actually, and not that money's like the number one indicator of like success or anything, but I was like, I made less the last year than I did the year before. Like what's going on. And that's when I was like, okay, well, if I'm being honest with myself, like I wasn't as excited this year. Like I wasn't as Mm -hmm. motivated. Like I just didn't care as much. And that's kind of when I started I wasn't really looking for like a business coach or anything like that, but I was like, I was like starting to go into Facebook groups and just like be in a couple of those big ones that are still around today. Yeah. And that's when like people were like always posting about like free calls and whatnot. And yes. there was someone who sparked my interest and I was like, Oh my God, like that sounds really cool. Like I'm going to sign up for that. And we had a call together and she basically just showed me how I could like still have the things I wanted that I wanted through network marketing. So like the freedom, the Mm -hmm. financial freedom, the time freedom, being my own boss, calling the shots, traveling, whatever, but do it through 
building my own personal brand, which funny enough is something that I always wanted in network marketing, but everyone always said, well, you're at like this level and you have a full-time income and you can like pay for those things and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I didn't want to put it off, but I felt like I had to. Yeah. So it's oh my so gosh. funny because like that desire <laughs> was like reborn. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I started working with her and I started like building my own brand. And I mean, it wasn't the freedom babe right from the start, but within like the first year of kind of having my own brand, um, I rebranded to the freedom babe. So like you were saying, like it was network marketing, network marketing was kind of like the step to launching mm-hmm. this and to having this which now feels so good. And I don't know if this is where I'm going to be like 10 years down the road. Like I honestly don't really think so. I think it's going to continue to evolve and take me to new places, but right now it feels so good. So it's, I think that was, that all happened because I had to learn to trust my path. And like, if something's not feeling good, then you need to like kind of figure that out and not just like feel shitty about yourself. Oh my God. Your story sounds like deja vu to my life. So many parallels. Okay. So I have a question for you because this is something that I really battled with. And then eventually I was like, why do I give a shit? You know, honestly. And so eventually I got to the point where I was like, why do I care so much? But did you feel like when you transitioned, it was, I almost felt like I was letting people down. There was like people that I was fearful to, to tell that I, I'm not going to be running this network marketing business anymore because this is what I meant to do. And even though I knew to my core, this is what I meant to do. I had all these fears creep up. I had all these like, but what are they going to say about me? What are they going to say? Did you feel that at all when you were transitioning and what suggestions do you have if someone's transitioning right now or thinking about it to make that transition easier? Oh my God. You, I have like goosebumps right now. Cause I literally <laughs> went through exactly that. The hundred percent. So <laughs> yes, seriously. So, okay. So I'll tell my story in a second. I'll, I'll give my suggestions first. So, yeah. um, my number one suggestion is just be open with like the people like that are on your team, like that are in your upline or downline, whatever, like just be honest with them about what's going on. Cause I felt like I couldn't mm. be honest with them because yeah. I would let them down. But I think that they appreciate that so much more because for so long, I mean, I was still figuring out to be honest when I first started, um, like my, like building my own brand, I had full intention of keeping my network marketing business and having that on the side and like something that I actually built into my own brand. Yeah. So I just, I didn't really know what that all was going to look like. So my intention was still there, but the thing was, as I was trying to build that and like trying to show up for my team and trying to show up for like my upline, my downline, whoever, um, I just still wasn't in it. Like that feeling wasn't going away. And I like tried to kind of deny it and force it for a while. And I tried to be there for like my team members and like my upline, like my cousin who was, um, like kind of like one person above me, but we were really like building our team together. I was trying to be there for like everyone and I didn't want to let people down. Um, but there was like that feeling that I just couldn't shake either. So Mm -hmm. the thing was like, people noticed a difference with me. Like I wasn't the same at meetings. Like I wasn't as excited. I wasn't as into it. I was a little bit more checked out and people Mm -hmm. realized that. So I think, the best thing you can do is just be honest with people and be like, Hey, this is my plan right now. 
I'm still kind of figuring this out and working through it. And then as you kind of start to realize things and process things, just be open with that too. Like if you're not into it and you don't know what's going on, just tell people that. Cause I think at the end of the day, they'll respect your honesty a bit more or more than making it seem like you're all in if you're not. And I think I, I did do that along the way too. Like I remember yeah. telling um, my team, like, I'm just going to take more of a product approach. Like I don't really want to build a team right now yeah. because I want to focus on my actual clients in my business. And I don't see myself giving new members of this team, like the time. I don't see mm. myself being able to give them that time. So it's mm -hmm. not fair to them either. And the thing was like, when, I don't know. I also just think when you're building a personal brand, like it takes so much like attention and yeah. effort. you kind of have to be all in. So yeah. I, I couldn't give a hundred percent to both things. So I had to be right. honest that like the network marketing was going to take, was going to be on the back burner a little bit and wasn't my number one priority. Um, and then, yeah, I honestly, eventually it kind of just fell off more and more and more. And I think people just kind of got the idea like I didn't yeah. go to like the company convention which was a big right. deal I wasn't like able to show up as much which was like a big deal but I just had to I could have had a bit more conversations I think confrontation is like something that's a little bit hard for me so oh I God. looking back I should have maybe had a bit a few more of those difficult conversations um but also I know that I was honoring my path and I mm -hmm. was doing exactly me, even though it was the unpopular opinion. And that's something I think that I did right. And that I would like recommend to other people who are on the same path is like, follow your path, do what feels right. Yeah. Don't just like show up to these things or take those, like take those steps or take the action because other people are expecting it, it of you, but also at the same time, be honest with people. Yeah, about totally. Like, I think we have to realize it was something that I, I put so much judgment on the situation of what I mm -hmm. thought people would do or react. And so I think it's really important mm -hmm. to know, just to know and trust that you are on the right path and you're being led this direction on purpose. Like I'm a true believer that if there's something that's tugging on your heart, it's not there to trick you or to make you feel bad or to make you feel wonky or confused. It's there because you're meant to go after it and you have everything you need mm -hmm. to do that. And so I, I love that we talked about this. I think it's really important because I think a lot of people who want to start a business or who have started a business, maybe transition from something else. And they're like, well, how, how do I tell people about this? How do I even talk about it? How do I, mm -hmm. you know, um, really go all in and not care what people think. And if, eventually you get to a point where you're like, I really don't care <laughs> because yeah. you know yeah. the people who love you will always love you. They'll always support you. And that's the point I, I got takes to. Time for, yeah, exactly. And it takes time for other people to catch up to when something is so brand new and they're used to you doing something one way. Now you're doing mm -hmm. something else. It's kind of like, I'm pretty sure it's like a little heartbreaking too. Like I'm sure like it was hard for like certain people on my team who were like also my friends at that point, right? Like you kind of feel like you're breaking up with someone in a sense, yeah, I feel. Um, yeah, it's like, it's weird. So I think it just takes people a time to like process it themselves and like catch up to where you're at. But then like those people end up being so supportive. And I think, I feel like you end up inspiring those people too. And like, maybe if they're going through something similar or it's not totally working for them, you're showing them, Hey, look, like there's still a way to have the things you want, just like a different path. 
Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Okay. So what now, like with your coaching business, like what is your favorite thing about your business? Like what is the favorite thing that you, that it allows you to do? Okay. So two things are coming up for me. The first thing is like connecting with the people that it connects me with. Like I swear I track the coolest clients ever. And like so many of them have grown to be really good friends. Like I still work with them, but they've also become friends and like Mm -hmm. we'll hang out and like meet up. And like when we travel for like the programs that I have, like I usually have, um, in-person events for a majority of them. Like it's just so much fun. And I feel like I'm going on a trip with my girlfriends. So I just love like the connections that I built and the relationships that have been formed from it. But then also just like the freedom, like with that, I feel like that would be wrong if I didn't say that given, but like the freedom freedom that it's given me too, just to, I don't know, to like travel and like do that and like the options that it's given me. And I don't know. I just feel like it feels so expansive and like something that I hate is feeling like I don't have options and feeling like I'm stuck Mm -hmm. and I don't have my independence. So I just think even the independence that it's given me and the everyday freedom it, it allows me to have too is just such a big part of it. So where did this dream of living this freedom lifestyle come from? Do you remember when it was born inside of you or when you started getting that itch to, to be able to travel and to be able to design your own life? I honestly think it, it, a lot of it comes from, and like, I had like such a good childhood and such a good life growing up, but like my parents were the kind of people that were like, Oh, we can't afford that. We can't do that. Like the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, like that kind of situation. Um, and I think again, I just felt like kind of restricted. So I feel like I felt from a young age or early on, like, okay, I want to have these options. I don't want, I don't, I don't like hearing no. (laughs) So I don't (laughs) want to feel like I am stuck or that I can't have the things I want. So I honestly, and again, like I, we did a lot. Like I love my parents. Like I'm so grateful for everything they've given me, but I think just from hearing, no, like you can't do that. Like, I don't like that. And I'm going to prove you wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like it ignites that fire inside of you. And you're like, um, I'm my way. I think it's like entrepreneurs are such like rebels. We're such rule breakers. And I think it's really beautiful. And you have to be that kind of a person really, because you have to let things bounce off of you. You have to, if, for you to start a business, you have to be like, I don't like society's norm. I don't want to do something like that. I want to make a ripple effect. I want to change and do something my way, you know, and I'm totally, totally. Right there with you. Where has been the favorite, your favorite place that you've ever visited? Since we're talking about travel. Oh my God, this is so hard. Well, one of them is definitely Italy and I know yes. you're going there, which is so exciting. Like, I just like, I could eat pasta and pizza and drink wine all day, every day. So I just feel Don't totally forget the gelato. There. <laughs> oh yes, that too. Um, so that's definitely one of my favorites. Okay. I have three top faves. Okay, I love so it. Italy is one. Yeah. Um, Hawaii. I was in Maui in mm. October and oh my God, I've never felt so like grounded and just yeah. like chill and like cool with like myself with like what I'm doing like it was just like one of the most grounding and like beautiful places ever and I Mm -hmm. had a blast there 
And then also, this is kind of like two places tied into one. I'm very indecisive. So like, I can't just choose one. I love it. <laughs> um, Australia and New Zealand. I went there about two years ago. That was actually yeah. like the first, kind of like the first big trip I took once I had my business. Um, and it's, again, it's just so beautiful. It reminds me a lot of home, um, mm-hmm. but with people with accents and oceans. I don't, we don't have an ocean in Ontario, um, but yeah, it's just, yeah. Accents. It's just, I'm so just like beautiful. So cool. That is. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. It's, and it's, so- such a chill place too. So yeah, I really need to make my way over there. I originally, I was going to go there first, Mm -hmm. but then I, I had this such a big inkling and tugging to go back to Europe that I was like, I have to go there, go fill that. And then then here's the thing. We have the rest of our lives. We can always go back or try something new. So I'd love to talk about the balance of, of living this freedom lifestyle and business because I think people mm-hmm. think that having a business has to take a lot of time. And I mean, I have to mm-hmm. kind of rewire my brain because I'm a recovering workaholic. Honestly, yeah. I used to work from like 9 a.m. to like 9 to 10 p.m. at night with little breaks as I had so many jobs and I was just trying to make ends meet at one mm-hmm. time. And so when starting my business, I know I had to kind of way take, like, like hit myself in the face and be like, hey, it doesn't have to be this way, right? We, we start a business to really live the life we want to live. So what, let's yeah. talk about business a little bit. So like strategy wise, what do you do every day to be able to live the freedom, but still get your work done still know you're doing what you need to do to be able to sign clients and everything, but still allow yourself to travel and kind of have the time off and check your brain off from business for a while. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the main things is like, it's kind of your mindset around it because I'm the same way. Like I could keep working and working and working. Like mm-hmm. when I feel into it, there's times where I really don't feel into it and I have totally. no problem like turning off then, but <laughs> like a lot of the times I am on and there's a million things I could do. And I think like you have to know, like there's always going to be more you could be doing and, and things that you could be checking off your to-do list, but mm-hmm. that's not why you started this either. You started this for the freedom to like enjoy your time, to enjoy your life. So I feel like you just have to get really good at practicing turning it off too and remembering mm-hmm. why you started this and like bringing it back to that. Um, because you didn't start this to work those crazy hours or totally. to be like change your computer. And something that helps me too is like, well, for one outsourcing, like that's a big part. Mm. Like you can do everything, but you don't need to. So like outsource the things that you don't need to be doing. Um, also working with like a productivity specialist really helps me like getting my calendar in place and like knowing what days I'm doing what. And like, if I have things mapped in my schedule, I mean, I don't follow it hundred percent all of the time, but Mm -hmm. just knowing, okay, from this time to this time, I'm doing this, that helps me shut off as well. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise I'm just like, okay, I'm going to work on this for so long. And I'm probably not working very well either because I'm probably getting distracted. I'm not like setting those timers. So like if I can just focus and do the things I need to do in the set amount of time that really helps me turn off too. Yeah. Um, and then also just like focusing on the things that are moving your business forward. So like, I don't need to be doing all these little things that aren't necessarily making my business grow. But if every day I can Mm. focus on like some sales actions or things that are going to work towards growing my business, then that's what's really, really important too. And then if that's growing your business and it's like growing your income, then you're going to have like 
the resources to be able to outsource everything else. So I think yeah. like really just focusing on the things and that's something I was taught in network marketing that has kind of stayed mm-hmm. with me, like focusing on the things that are like revenue generating. Right. The income producing. More time on those. Exactly. Then like being like scrolling through Facebook. Oh, totally. Oh my gosh. I can, we all get caught scrolling sometimes. So do oh, not yeah. beat yourself Don't up if you I'm do. I'm a big scroller. I, sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? Like I'll, I'll literally be doing this for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, what am I doing? What do I need to work on? Yeah. So we, we all get caught in doing that. But let's talk about income producing activities, right? Let's talk about the things that people should be focusing on. Um, you know, and I'd love to hear your examples and I'd love to give my examples mm-hmm. too, but it's like, mm-hmm. what should we be focusing on? I think so, so often people are like, okay, well, I'm just doing all the things, mm-hmm. but I don't know what I should be doing. So I'd love to just kind of explain right. that a little bit. Um, so what are your first Yeah. Thoughts? Okay. So it depends where you're at, I think. So if you like yeah. don't have, I don't know totally where your audience is on their journey, but like if you don't <laughs> have a business, yeah, same with mine. If you don't have a business yet, like start thinking about what you need to do to actually launch that. Can you like look at Squarespace tutorials? Can you start playing around on Squarespace? Can you start thinking about your services? Start thinking about your ideal client, like Mm -hmm. do those things. Um, I think so many people at the beginning get so caught up in like social media and like all these little things that don't actually matter. Like get your website and your business, like just launch, like get yourself out there, like have this brand established. Like maybe a lot of it's mindset of, of getting yourself really confident to be like, I have a business. Like, look at me, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Like so many people think they have to have all these things in check. And I feel like that's just like a self-sabotage because of like an underlying fear. So like, just get yourself out there, get yourself launched. Like you can literally like build a business, build a website in a weekend. If you wanted to like, yeah. just go and, and do you it. Want it a website, you know, and I, I mean, yeah. I'm an advocate for like not having to have all the things. Like I still yeah. don't even feel like my website does anything for me. Like I made, I mean, I know yeah, I made true. over $60,000 without a website. So, but they're fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun to have. I'm so glad I have it now, but, yeah. it, but it's like, I think it's like focusing on getting yourself out there. It's like, what, how can you start showing up as an expert? How can you start creating that content and opening up free calls? You know, I think it's a beautiful thing when you first start to like get people on the phone with you. So you have the practice and so you can figure out, okay, what went really well and what did not go so well? Like what questions do I have? Like, where did I get stuck? Where did I not know what to say? You know, and then kind of expanding from there. Yeah. And I think that's a big part too. Like if you are brand new and you're ready to start like working with clients or making sales, like get on the phone with people. And like, you can do this in so many different ways. Like Mm -hmm. I always like to, and I still do this in my business today, like add free value somewhere. So whether you're doing like Mm -hmm. micro coaching calls in like exchange for like some market research on your ideal client, that's something I did at the very beginning. It's funny because I didn't sign a client exactly through that, but someone like at the time I was putting energy towards that, someone found my website and booked wow. a discovery call and became awesome like my first fun. client. So it's just really <laughs> funny how things work. Like all that matters is you're putting the energy out there and you're yeah. moving forward and like pushing that needle. Um, and that's, what's going to attract the people coming in and attract the sales. So like giving some sort of free value, whether it's again, like that call, whether it's, um, you're like showing up live or doing like a free training or like a mini course mm-hmm. or whatever, sending some emails, like just do something that's like providing value. And then you can have like 
having some sort of call to action too. So like having people book a call with you, DM you, whatever, like start mm-hmm. some conversation somewhere. Um, cause I think so many people, this is like something I know I did at the very beginning. And I think a lot of new people do too, is they're like, okay, well, like my business is launched now, like come find me everyone. And they right. just kind of sit back and wait for like clients to roll in, but it doesn't really happen no. like that. Like you have to like, you have to like be super like eyes on the prize focus and just go after it and keep putting yourself out there, putting yourself out there, putting yourself out there. All the time. That action is what calls in those clients. And then personal right. outreach, I think is a really good method too, as long as you're doing it. And I had to kind of get over this myself because I looked at personal outreach and network marketing. I feel like I was kind of scarred from it because right. um, we're not really taught how to do it in like a super effective way, in my opinion, yeah. in network marketing. And a lot of times it comes off like salesy or annoying or whatever, but doing it in a way where you're genuine and authentic and you're yeah. providing value to that person too. And like showing them like a potential solution. I think that's mm-hmm. a really great way. And I have like signed clients and gotten sales through that. So right. And it's just being a human, you know, like give someone a compliment, but, but it's also remembering like people are still scared to call the pizza man. And if that's true, then you cannot expect if you're showing up and and being really confident and being really bold and saying things and you're like calling people out and you're speaking what you want to speak, they might be a little like, I want to message this person, but I don't know. I don't know. And if you message them, that might be the perfect door opening. You know, and we could be a real, it's yeah, like, how would exactly. you talk to someone in real life? You would be like, Hey, like your dress is so beautiful. Where did you get that from? Like, let's have a conversation, yeah. you know, and, and then starting so it from true. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love that. And I think too, so many people are like waiting for, or like so many people assume people know what they do. That's like another <laughs> yeah. thing. And I've realized that is like more and more is like, I think everyone knows what I do, but it's, it's not always that obvious to everyone else. So just like, I don't know. I like, I love when people do those like re-intro posts on like their social media or just like showing up on your Instagram stories and like reminding people, but like having value associated with it too. And not just being like, Hey guys, I do this, like book a call or like DM, you know? Um, but yeah, like just being of like service and value. And I know that's like so overused, but you have to lead with that always. Yeah. What does your like daily to-do list look like nowadays? So at like a higher level income and maybe people do reach out to you now because they do, you know, some people know what you do and you know, you, you Mm -hmm. do have an audience and everything too. So what does your daily to-do list look like now? Oh my God. Well, right now it's like, it's a little psychotic because (laughs) January was crazy for me. Like I launched, I decided to launch like pretty much three programs right before Christmas and then we took time off for Christmas and then I got sick after Christmas and then I was away on holiday so like the last month has been a bit crazy but we're we're getting like I can see the light now so it's good but um (laughs) I kind of like to break it down so like right now like my main initiatives or goals for the year like I kind of have three different sections so I have like my business stuff. I have the podcast stuff. And then I have mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of like working on stepping into more of an influencer role and like working mm-hmm. with brands and like that kind of stuff, which is really fun too. So I kind of yeah. try and break it down into those specific things. And then, I mean, I think about, it depends like what's on my timeline right now too. So right now I've like just started like a high level mastermind. So like I'm getting things aligned for that, but generally 
it's those, those like sales actions or revenue generating activities. Like what mm -hmm. can I do today? Um, for my business that is going to move it forward. What can I do today for my podcast? that's going to move it forward. So like sharing my podcast in like a different way, doing a post, um, mm -hmm. like sharing it in a way that I haven't before, like going on stories to talk about it yeah. with the business. Maybe it's reach out, maybe it's planning, like what my next launch is. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, maybe sometimes, sometimes it is the admin stuff too. Like I, I have, a hard time outsourcing. I'll be the first to admit I do have an assistant. She's amazing. So even for me working on saying, okay, what can I have her do? And so mm -hmm. I can free up my own time. Is yeah. a big part of that. Um, and then with the influence stuff, like what can I, what value kind of can I give right now that will help my audience? Um, that's maybe not business related because mm -hmm. part of stepping into that influence role and like growing your audience and like providing that value is for me at least not just talking about the business related stuff. Yeah. So kind of like maybe it's content creation or whatever it is or connecting with other people. Um, but that kind of makes it fun too, because I love doing the business stuff, but like that stuff is just as fun to me. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's where you always have to connect it to the bigger picture too. Um, sometimes we get so caught up in like the small things on our to-do list and it's like, okay, is that going to really matter a year right. from now? And if it doesn't like go back to the things that do go back to the things that are going to move you forward and like push you towards that bigger vision. Yeah, that's so, it's so important to do that. I always think about, so I went to art school, so I have an art degree. And um, when I used to, I mean, I did a lot of photography and video and installation based stuff, but when I used to paint or, or do anything like that, I, I remember being at a place where I'm like, okay, I'm looking too close at this. I'm too much into this. And I'd have to literally put my painting yeah. over here, walk across the room to see what needs to change in this. And I think that it's so funny how you can make like a little like visuals and analogies like into business because business is the same way. Sometimes we're too close to it. Sometimes we're too in all, all of it. We're too, it's too in our face. We have to look back on the bigger picture and be like, okay, now what needs to change? What do I need to do here? Mm -hmm. what, what needs to be different? Or, or does it look amazing? And then celebrate that mm -hmm. like, yay, you know? And I think that's, that's so important. So Cool. While we're on the topic of business, I want to ask you, so for someone who's like struggling just to sign their next client, who's like, okay, I know this is what I meant to do. I'm on the right path. I'm doing, I feel like I'm doing all the things. I feel like I'm doing everything right, but my client isn't here yet. What would you say and what advice and tips do you have? I love that question. I think one of the best things you can do is like kind of what you were just saying, like take yourself out of this right now, like in the bigger picture, like you just have to know and trust that you are going to get clients and they're going to come and like, think about a time where you went through a bit of a struggle too, whether it was financially, right? Like, did you move on from that? Did things get better? And it's kind of like for one, looking for the proof where you can. So have you been through something like this before? What happened? How did it get better? How did it pass? How did it work out for you? And like finding the trust there. Um, but also kind of like this is where it's so important to think about like who your higher self is and like I'm getting a little woo-woo now but like who your higher it. self is and like how she would show up in this situation because it's like I guarantee you your six-figure self your multi-six-figure self your seven-figure self wouldn't be worrying about 
where the one single client is going to come from or if this mm. client that is maybe on the fence is going to sign or not. Like she has bigger and better things to worry about and like a bigger impact to make. So that's where it's kind of like, okay, how would this version of me show up? Um, if I already had all the clients that I needed, if I already had all the money I needed, because so many times we're putting that pressure on ourselves. We're like, okay, I need this new client because I need to make an extra 5k this month, or I need to hit this goal, or I need to like buy my groceries or whatever it is. But like, take it off of you for one. Think about again, like that bigger vision of yourself, how she would show up. I guarantee you, she's not worrying about this one client or where totally. that client's going to come from because she knows that these clients are going to come in and then take it off of you. So many people make this mistake with sales. It's they're so focused on selling for the sake of them and their business, but you need to sell for the sake of the other person you're selling to them because you are giving them a solution. So mm. when you take it away from you and put it on them and just say, like even I trust that this, these clients are going to come because I know that this service that I offer is going to help them X, Y, Z, whatever it is that, that, that whatever transformation you're helping them with and focusing on how, or like that one specific client, how much their life is going to be changed because of this program that takes things so off of you. And you're just focusing on adding the value and helping this person. And then I think yeah. even if that client doesn't come this week or today, or the client that is on the fence doesn't sign, you can stay grounded and trust that the right clients are going to come because you believe so much in your program versus just stressing out over the fact that you need a client to sign a client or to like pay your bills or your buy your groceries or whatever it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, 100%. And I mean, mindset is huge. Like I, that's why I love talking about both, you know, cause we need to know strategies. Mm -hmm. We need to know like, how, you know, a little bit of the mm -hmm. how, like how, how do we do this? Right. Not all of it's up to us, but we got, we have to take action, right? We got to know the action we can take. Yes. The mindset is so important behind it too. It's like, if you already had a million dollars in the bank, what would this be your, would this current thought be your actual thought? Mm -hmm. Would you yeah. actually be tripping up and upset? Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what action would you be taking? You know what I mean? So it's like, first do the mindset yeah. piece and then do like the action piece and then be like, okay, well, if this was already happening, how would I be showing up and what action would I be taking? And then take that versus like refreshing your inbox every 10 seconds to see if someone's booked a call or if you heard back from the client. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Take a break too. Like taking <laughs> the breaks and this is where the freedom aspect comes in. Yeah. Taking the breaks, going and like recharging, like doing whatever makes you feel connected to that higher version too, whether it's like going to, I don't know, like I love going to like my favorite home decor store and just like walking around, maybe like buying so myself fun. a new candle or something or yeah. going to like a really cute bookstore or going to a cafe, like take a break and like get away from your computer and like focus yeah. on that self-care. Because again, when you're focusing on you and becoming and embodying that higher version of yourself, that's when the clients and the sales, it all comes in so organically and you're not pushing or forcing it. to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I love it. So this podcast is all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. So can you tell us about maybe a personal time that you had to overcome an obstacle and when you did, you felt really victorious? Yeah, I honestly think a big part of it was, cause this is just like this, one of the main things of this podcast, I feel. So this makes perfect sense, yeah. but kind of transitioning from mm. the network marketing world to like having my own, my totally own business and brand because I had people who were like, 
well, like you haven't created a ton of success yet. Like, how are you going to teach other people to be successful? Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know if that's like, like they were like almost like questioning my integrity a little bit Mm -hmm. or like questioning if this would work and like just really, really, really unsure about what I was doing. And that hurt because that was a lot of people that were really, really close to me too. And I was like, man, like, why aren't they supporting me? Why aren't they getting it? And I questioned myself big time too. I was like, should I be doing this? Like, is this wrong? Like, is it going to work either? But like deep down, I just really, really knew that that path that I was like transitioning towards, like I had such an intuitive feeling about it. And I just knew that I needed to take the action towards it. I needed to um, put everything I had. And like, I almost wanted to say try there, but I think try is such a bad word to use. Mm. Like you have to be all in. And that's where I knew like, no, like I'm going to put everything I have into this and give it my hundred percent. And I just know that it's what I'm supposed to be doing right now. So Mm. I think the big, like what I'm trying to say there, the lesson is like trusting myself more than I trusted the people who I respected. And I appreciated their opinion that had not so positive things to say or a not so positive outlook on where I was going or like kind of doubted me. And when I could trust myself more than them, like that's, I feel like when I really stepped into my power and I'm not someone who was ever like super confident or even like super fierce or like just, I don't know, like I was someone who kind of naturally like doubted myself and everything, but in those moments when I trusted myself more mm-hmm. than doubting myself or trusting what other people had to say or the doubts that they had, I feel like that's when I really kind of stepped into myself at that higher level and became unstoppable. And that's kind of allowed me to get to where I am today. And again, it all kind of is like a step-by-step process because I didn't have to go through that stuff or if I didn't go through, through that stuff then it would have been so much harder for me to go through things that I had gone later on in my business, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. This has been such a fun, incredible conversation. Can you tell us like, what is the most exciting thing that's going on in your life or your business right now? Oh, this is a good question. Um, okay. So one thing, this is more of like a lifestyle thing and then I'll give you a business thing. Um, the lifestyle thing is I think I am like manifesting my own place, which is really, really fun. And like, (laughs) it's something I've been thinking about and like potentially like moving to the city and stuff. And Mm. there's like just been like some conversations that have happened the last week that have like really started to move in that direction. And like, again, just getting me, giving me those feelings that I have when like, I know something is right and something feels really good. So Mm -hmm. that is something that is, it's a bit more long-term, like probably over this year or over the next year, but something that is giving me all the feels right now. That's so exciting. And then, yeah. And then in business, I just feel like I've really solidified like my client path, like the step-by-step, um, like process that I work with my clients in lately and it feels so good. And like, I remember like two years ago or even like a year, year and a half ago being like, Oh, what program should I launch? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I was always Mm -hmm. trying to like launch programs where now I feel like I've solidified like the main three and it feels so good. And it makes Mm -hmm. so much sense too. Um, that I just feel so grounded in that. And I'm just so excited to like turn that into a well-oiled machine and to like 
be working with people at all three of those levels. I love that. Well, tell everybody where they can find more of you and see more of you and see all of your freedom lifestyles. <laughs> yes. So I am just obsessed with Instagram lately. So come hang out with me there and you can see what I'm up to. It's at the freedom babe on Instagram. Um, and then my podcast is available on like iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. And it's called the freedom babe podcast, or you can go to the freedom slash podcast and you'll find everything you need there too. Awesome. And we'll have all those links in the show notes too, but thank you so much for being here today. This is so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.